0: Greetings to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy us out, but they say frostbitten. You're now tuning to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, and welcome to the Cool. What we doing? us, ain't no us They be watching
1: us, be so prosperous Ain't no us,
0: ain't no us They be watching us, be so Welcome back to all my cool cats You've had cool a night kids. out with your friend They try to copy our style but they stay frostbitten You are now tuned to the sounds of CFRE 91.9 FM And on the world wide web at CFREradio.com It is your man DM Cool And welcome to Cool Radio Oh you didn't no You ass better call somebody You definitely wanna call somebody indeed and let them know that we are starting right now. Normally we start at a normal regular time of like 8 PM till 9 p.m. but we had to push things back. Push things back a bit earlier because we got the uh, sound something happening um, right after the show. So you make sure you want to keep a lock for that, especially if you're on campus. Shout out to all the students at UTM over here doing their thing. Um, later on in the show, we have my man Ramon, a.k.a. R-Trips. And he has a new track that he has with, along with my man Tory Lanez, which he will be debuting later on tonight's show. But before we get to all that, you guys already know how I do, man. I got to get some stuff off my chest, some um Some stuff to share with you guys that's really been bothering me over the past week. So, on that note, I think it's time to let that dish breathe.
1: Let this bitch breathe.
0: Alright, so the main thing that's kind of been bothering me a little bit as well as a lot of other people as well is the story that came out recently um and basically it has to do with Caitlyn Jenner now formerly known as Bruce Jenner Caitlyn Jenner who now identifies as a female was awarded as woman of the year by Glamour magazine now obviously that has a lot of people upset because of the fact that Caitlyn just made her transition from a man into a woman earlier this year And not only that, but there's also a lot of other women who, a lot of other women, pardon me, who got overlooked for this award. Now you have someone like, let's say, Ronda Rousey, who dominated the women's division in the UFC, and many can make the case that that she became the face of the UFC once Jon Jones uh, was suspended indefinitely for his hit and run incident. So there's one person that you kind of snubbed. Another person that you snubbed is Serena Williams, who had one of the best years in pro tennis history when she basically dominated every single major event in every in in the calendar year not all of them but most of them She was on her way to making history but nonetheless she had a dominant year as well and you could say that she's i don't even say she's past her prime but she's had better years as well so the fact that she's 33 she's been doing this for almost 20 years and she's still performing at a high level says a lot so that's another person another woman in particular who got left off for that award and there are other people as well within their respective fields whether it be movies other fields of entertainment, things of that nature. Now, the main reason why people are so upset that Caitlyn got this award again is because of the fact that Caitlyn hasn't been a woman for the entire year. We've only known uh, Bruce to be Caitlyn ever since, well, maybe March, April, whatever the case may be. She hasn't gone. Through, she hasn't gone through an entire year through her for, through her full transformation. And on top of that, you have to think about two things. One, she is basically the talk of the town. She's been the talk of the town for almost the entire year. And of course, you know, people want to sell as many units as possible that have Caitlyn Jenner's name attached to it because it's going to give them attention. And two, let's be honest, she is in charge of one of the biggest families, if not the biggest family in pop culture, which is the Jenner slash Kardashian clan. So of course, that family or that faction, whatever you want to call it, has power they have strength in numbers so whatever you know whatever hookups or whatever discounts they're gonna they they want they're gonna get so if kim kardashian for example wants to be on the cover of vogue magazine alongside kanye west she's gonna get that because of the brand or the strength of the brand that they have and Caitlyn jenner is no different and again a lot of people are pissed off about this particularly women and i totally get it because you know how would you feel as a woman when you've busted your ass year in, year out, you excel at the top of your class and whatever it is that you do on a daily basis, all to have some person who decides to, you know, have a little surgery get done and automatically claim that they're a woman just because they felt like they've identified with that for all these years. Now, I don't want to sound too critical or too harsh on Caitlin, on Caitlin because it does take a lot of guts and bravery to, you know, turn from one gender into another. I totally get that. But you have to understand the anger that a lot of other people are feeling, especially women when they've been busting their ass since day one. and then because you have a famous name behind you, you go ahead and take all the glory. Would Caitlin have won this award had she not been so famously affiliated with other brands if he wasn't or if she wasn't the head of the, the, the Jenner Kardashian clan, if he didn't ha- if, uh, if people didn't refer back to his past as him being an Olympic athlete? Would Jenner have won the award? I think it's safe to say that she wouldn't have because all the things that she has that include money, power, and status are what gets her that award in the first place. So I think it's safe to say that no, she wouldn't be winning that award. But I could be wrong. What do you guys think? Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool and let me know your thoughts on the matter as it pertains to the matter. And once again, we do have a live show coming up for you guys tonight. We have my man Art Trips, a.k.a. Ramon, in the building. He will be talking new music that he has alongside Tory Lanez and a whole lot more. But before we get to that, man, we have some more Canadian content to get to, as we always got to get to, man. And this one comes from former guests of the show who go, by, who go by the name of Black August. This track right here is called Hardcore. And we'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of CFRE, 91.9 FM, and on the World Wide Web at CFREradio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, and welcome back to Cool Radio. Uh, Like I promised, uh, we do have our trips, a.k.a. Ramon, coming into the building very shortly. But before we get to that, uh, one of the topics I wanted to save for Trip Talk later on the show, which uh, we can just dive into as we're waiting, is um, this interview that uh, fellow uh, G artist Tory Lanez did when he was On the Breakfast Club and uh, one of the Things that they were mentioning on the show um, Was the term known as the Six Which is obviously slang for uh, Toronto's nickname it's newest nickname Basically that was coined by Drake Now I've had many Conversations about whether You know people like the Six or they don't Like the Six or anything of that sort Me I'm pretty neutral on it you know every city's Gotta have a cool nickname or nickname in general The Six I'm not mad at you know it's Pretty standard you know uh, Toronto's area code is 416 Hence the 6 I get it, it makes sense um, Tory uh, has been on record to say that he doesn't like the, the name the 6, he thinks it's corny But in this interview in particular He kind of retracted the statements and said how You know, anything that Benefits the city of Toronto, he's down for So if people want to call Toronto The 6, then let them have at it But he still personally feels that He's not a fan of that name So, I can respect for, for saying that basically you know if if he's along the lines of saying hey you know I'm not a big fan of the name but if other people like it, this so be it and I'm kind of on that same train of thought as well but I actually don't mind the name like I don't hate it but I'll pretty much say I'm very indifferent to it you no know, it could be a, there there could be things a lot worse but i feel as though people the people who don't like it i feel as if those are the ones who aren't fans of drake and i'm not trying to say that tory isn't a fan of drake i'm not trying to insinuate that at all i think the blogs and the rest of social media you know do enough of that as it is but i personally feel as though the people who are very vocal about their dislike for drake and his music and his brand overall are very vocal about not liking the term coined as a six. I feel like if there was any other Toronto artist who had a bit more clout or who was a bit more favorable uh amongst the masses, and I feel as though they would embrace it because there would be no stigma behind it whatsoever. It's almost like the American artist that co signs a Canadian artist. You know, people won't be bumping the Canadian artists if they're still very local, but Dare they get their demo in the hands of Jay-Z and they get brought on tour and they're performing alongside J. Cole and whomever. Then we give them the rub and say, oh, yeah, we've been listening to this dude from time, from time, you know, we support, we support. So I feel like it kind of stems from that. And the fact that some people aren't fans of Drake is also a reason why, in my opinion, I feel as though people aren't fans of the term The Six. I mean, there could be a whole lot of things worse to, to, to name the city in, the, in a rap context, I remember you know, doing some random reading on Wikipedia that one of Toronto's nicknames as a whole is called Hogtown. No, no, seriously, like Hogtown. Like, what, what city, in, whether it's in Canada, America, wherever, wants to be named after a warthog? Yeah, people have an issue with the Six. I don't know, man. You might want to sip some tea to that because it, it's, a, it's a little suspect to have, to have zero problem with that but then to have a problem with uh, a city being called the Six. I mean, we're not the only city in North America that is named after an area code detroit is sometimes known as 313 um what else man there's uh, there's a whole bunch man i think miami was uh was known as 305 at one time because of that area code as well uh pitbull calls himself mr 315 because he's from miami so again there shouldn't be any of the stigma behind it i mean if you don't like it you don't like it but i feel like the fact that it's coming from drake you know, it has a bit of a negative connotation to it. Which begs the question, actually, in and, and, and no regards to Drake, but let's say let's say back in the day, we're talking like late 90s, early 2000s. Everyone used to call T-Dot, or they used to call Toronto either the T-Dot or the T-Dot-O-Dot. Now, me growing up, 11, 12 years old, I never really knew about this until I heard Cardinal Fish off for the first time. Um, so I didn't really know the politics behind that as far as whether people liked it or not. But I... Personally, myself haven't heard any angst with the name. So, I wonder if people who were 20 to 25 back then, or maybe even older, had an issue with the T dots or the T dots, O dots. And again, it's a very simple nickname. It's like, okay, you know, the first letter of Toronto is T, of course, you put the dot in there for the abbreviation purposes and what have you. These are some of the things that I would like to know personally. I mean, Hey, hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and let me know, do you have a problem or did you have a problem rather with the name or the term, um, the T dot or the T dot O dot? I mean, I'd mother, I'd much rather be named the six than the screw face capital because the screw face capital is that name that haunts Toronto in terms of a hip hop context still to this day. I mean, we have made steps in progression you know, towards, uh, walking to a brighter light, so to speak. But as far as, you know, people still hating on someone who's in the city who wants to do something for themselves in terms of the arts and entertainment scene, or maybe even from the athletic scene, even though if people may not use that term a lot, the energy of it is still existing to this day. Like we're still in that mindset where we won't support our own until America does first. We're still in that. I mean, let's say if you had never heard of Tory Lanes before, if you haven't, then that's totally fine. If you had just heard of him now because he was on Hot 97 or he was on Power 105 recently, then okay. If you've never heard of him, fine. I get that. But if you have heard of him, if you've been around the hip-hop scene for quite some time within uh, Toronto in particular, and you've heard of him, you know about him, you know about his music, but you never really cared to listen until he got that interview with Hot 97 with Power 105, then that kind of presents an issue because now, because he's being accepted by America or by another market by large, Now we want to give out the support. And I think that attitude really needs to change because the only thing it's doing is dragging you know, Toronto in the mud, so to speak. It's not really doing anything to benefit us as a culture when it comes to hip-hop, which is why so many of our artists feel as though they need to leave, establish their home base elsewhere, and then once they come back, then they're loved and adored and whatever the case may be. I mean, how many times... Can I count on my own hands? Have I heard someone say, you know, Drake's soft. He's soft. You know, he's always singing all the time. He, he ain't never been in the hood. But then the minute this guy gets off of tour with little Wayne and then has one of the biggest years hip-hop has ever seen since 50 Cent, then people want to ride his coattails and be like, yo, yo, Drake, yo, Drake, he's from Toronto. Yo, we've been riding. We've been riding. I've heard girls continuously clown on the guy. Because of the way he dressed. Or because of the fact that he played wheelchair Jimmy on grassy, But the moment he got that Lil Wayne co-signed. Came back dropped so far gone. Girls were like oh my god Drake. You know I used to chill with him back in Forest Hill. And uh, we went to Yorkdale one time. And he bought me Louie. He's like shut up. Like stop honestly. You weren't saying that like a year ago. When he came out with Replacement Girl. And then did all the songs with Trey songs. And a couple of the local artists and what have you. But because he has a little bit of American fame behind his name now. Now everyone's attitude wants to change up and wants to start off brand new. Again, that attitude needs to change. Going forward, it really needs to change. I've yet to hear anyone do that with any of our artists or, or that are now on the come up like after Drake, which is good. So let's continue that. But overall, this whole we have to wait for America, America to co-sign us before we can co-sign ourselves needs to end. And if any of you guys remember, and I'm talking to like my anyone who was born before 1995 crowd if any of you guys remember toronto as a city i can't even say toronto canada let's just encompass canada into this canada had its own vibe going we did not care about any cosigns from america from the uk anywhere we did our own thing and we were very unapologetic about it we had so many different sounds and styles going on that it became somewhat of a melting pot of different vibes basically And I feel like Toronto or Canada in general kind of lost its way when, you know, we started, you know, including more American programming into our television sets. Think about it like this. Think about it. Before BET and MTV came to Canada, the only source of music we had was much music. And it dates back to so far long ago that much music still had the music music within its logo all right that's how far back we're talking about so when we had much music we had no problem showcasing our own artists but we had also we also had no problem showcasing other artists as well we would showcase American artists UK artists artists from Africa it doesn't matter we were very welcoming to anyone who wanted to share their brand of music and of course we always supported our own that was the thing about you know Toronto, or, or sorry, Much Music, that made it so great, that made it so iconic. When an American artist came over to Toronto to perform on Much Music or to have an interview done on Much Music, they thought of it as a, a badge of honor because now they're being introduced to an international audience, which is technically true. Sure, they're a hopscotch away from the border, but the fact of the matter remains, they are still being introduced to a totally new audience that isn't their own. But fact remains, they lost their way, you know, or everyone in general kind of lost their way, really, when American programming kind of got introduced, basically. So when we had the BATs coming, when we had the MTVs coming, now we're getting more of an influx of American artists playing their records or playing their videos on rotation heavily. All right. It also doesn't help the fact that we only had one urban, you know, mainstream uh radio station during that time as well. And I'm talking about Flow, no, just the Flow, of course. I'm just stating the facts that they're the only urban station uh, that came into um, Canada, basically. And that was what, 2001, I believe. So, again, you could trace this back to, you know, a whole bunch of things. Now, I know we're just talking about the name of Toronto uh being called the Six and what have you as a nickname. But again, all these things lead to other things as well. It leads from us not liking you know, the nickname The Six because I an mean, artist like Drake co-signed it and some people don't like Drake and then it just goes back to the fact that we may not like Drake because of A, B, and C but we only like the artists who only get support from America and then it goes back to why we're only supporting anything that's American-based because of the uh, programming content that we have that's coming from America that basically encompasses the majority of what's being played on CRTC. I mean, think about it like this. When was the last time you watched a television station that broadcasted majority Canadian content? The closest thing you can think of is CBC. And even CBC doesn't broadcast 100% Canadian content, nor do we expect them to. They do play a fair amount, but I think that's mainly because of the fact that they're government-owned. But everywhere else... I mean, you name it, man. They've been playing things like Simpsons. They've been playing things like Empire, whatever the case may be. Now, I'm not going to be the biggest hypocrite and be like, oh, we should denounce this. We should denounce this. No, of course, we all watch these programs and there's no problem watching these programs. But at the same time, when all you see is American programming um, or majority American programming in Canada and it shows you where our infrastructure is at and we still have a lot to fix in that regard. And hip-hop... The hip hop culture, hip hop music, whatever whatever you want to coin it as, that is like at the bottom of the priority list. And that is why you see so many of our artists, like Drake, like um, um, Melanie Fiona, like Alessia Kara, to name a few, feel as though they have to migrate south of the border or they have to go elsewhere where there's a thriving urban scene so to speak because of the fact that they feel as though they're not going to be supported by our own so that is something to keep in mind of what do you guys think hit me up on dm underscore cool or cool underscore radio and let me know what you think about the topic at hand coming up um we are still waiting on my man Art trips aka ramon we will talk to him about his music also his uh new track with tory lanes but before we get to that we have a. Uh, some other goodies for him that we're about to play right now, actually. And this one track right here comes from him featuring uh, JD Era. And this one is called Honor Roll. So keep it locked. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You are now tuning to CFRE 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFRE Radio.com. <clears throat> it is your man, DM cool and welcome back to cool radio that was my man r trips featuring jd era with Honor roll he will be rolling to the studio very shortly stay tuned i know you guys have been very patient but for now we'll keep it moving until he does come along so last night you know i was watching empire as i'm sure many people were watching empire as well and uh, one thing that has been uh commenting on about the show is the fact that the shows ratings are starting to dip a little since the uh, season premiere of it. Now, that's pretty much expected for any series for the uh, the numbers to decline after the season premiere. The season premiere and the season finale are the two episodes where you're going to find the largest increase increase in viewership, and then somewhere in the middle, that's where you may incline or decline. But for these guys in particular, they're declining. Now. One thing, or one reason as to why they may be declining is just because of the story or plot development, I should say. So, I've been watching it for, you know, two seasons now. I caught up late with it uh, the first season. This season, I'm kind of like on par with it now. And basically, from what I've noticed, especially from both seasons, is the fact that when they have an angle going on that could potentially be somewhat of a cliffhanger, Uh, throughout the entire series they drop it after maybe two or three episodes so for example um the court case that lucius lion was going through with the uh state attorney basically that only lasted for about three episodes like this woman was basically trying to like get this man back into jail and Again, that only lasted for about two, three episodes at best. Him being in jail, I think, only lasted for about two episodes. So, it's, they don't find a way to, like, milk it through. And not necessarily milk it as in drag it along, but they don't progress it along. Like, after they're done with one angle, they go on to the next one. And it doesn't really give you a whole lot to feast upon. Secondly, I noticed that um, Hakeem Lyon has, now has this relationship or on and off sexual relationship with uh, Anika, which was... um uh, Lucius's, uh ex-fiance Now Can someone fill me in on when Exactly that went down Like midway through the Through the series people were asking Yo are they messing around are they messing around like in the show And we At least I wasn't given any indication as to That happening at all unless if I missed An episode or a certain portion of An episode that I watched please let me know Because other than Like the uh, the season preview of the Show I had no idea that they they're getting intimate with one another. I had no idea. So when I seen uh, Hakeem uh, kind of like jump Anika like at her front door and just start making out with her and stuff like that, that literally came out of the left field because there was no development or build up to that at all whatsoever. So how are we as the audience supposed to know that these two are basically in cahoots with each other in that regard? I don't know that, so somebody needs to basically fill me in on that. Um and I think the show needs to do a better job of that overall. And thirdly, I think some of the segments on the show are a bit too they're a bit too melodramatic, a little too unrealistic. Now I get it, it's a TV show, it's gonna be fictional overall, but some of the things in there are just they're 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 a little way overboard, like I remember one of the episodes where Lucius was still in prison him and his little uh, prison posse basically rented out or snuck into some equipment room and they just so happened to have a microphone in there an MPC mixing board in there a booth in there headphones all these things that you would need to fill in a studio booth and first of all where did they get that equipment from like why would a prison have that equipment and also you don't record a song in one take like Lucius is doing in this little sing along song. I, what was it, like Stitches Get Stitches or something like that? I don't know what the name of the song was, but he recorded it all in one go with basically some guy making like a garbage beat and the other guy kind of like humming and humming, trying to add to the beat as well. So there are certain aspects of realism that are taken away from the show. And I know if you're not supposed to take a soap opera too seriously, but when you see things like that, it's. You almost don't want to take the show seriously anymore because of so many flaws that it has. So while I do think Empire is a very entertaining show, I feel like the lack of pro- lack of progression in terms of the storyline are what hurt it the most. And I feel like they kind of need to do a better job of that going forward. As far as the characters are concerned, they have very entertaining characters on the show. Like he's very entertaining. Uh, Jamal Cookie being outlandish as always so as far as the characters are concerned they're very uh they're very loud they have uh vibrant personalities which helps the show because if it weren't for that I think the ratings would go down a lot deeper than as it is right now and it also strengthens my notion that empire and power should in no way shape or form be compared to each other at all because those shows are completely different from one another. You have a soap opera, a hip hop soap opera, a musical soap opera at that in Empire, whereas power is drama, like a gritty drama. Like think think the wire, basically. Think the wire. That is basically what Empire is or sorry, what uh power is like. First of all, it's a it's one entire full hour. Secondly, they take an entire year to do a season, which is what helps them in the long run because of the fact that it gives you more time to create more encapsulating stories. And thirdly, it's just very well written, man. I mean, you got to give it up to 50. I mean, I don't know where he found that writer from, but that writer is doing wonders for the series because so many of the characters and the plots that go along with that series are being highly developed. And it makes you cringe on the, on the edge. your see as to what's going to happen on the next episode of, of power. And if any of you guys have seen Power, then I'm sure you guys cannot wait until what happens in season three. That final episode basically gave you so much detail and also gave you so much insight on what's to come going forward in the third season. I'm not going to say anything right now because I'm sure there's a ton of people who have yet to even watch Empire or sorry, Power. And to those people, what the hell are you guys waiting on? If you're watching a show that's better than Power right now, then I get it. But if not, then why are you wasting your time? That's how good of a series it is. And also the good thing about that series is the fact that the actors who are in that show, they're not big name actors. Like they may have other acting credentials from other television shows or movies that they've been a part of, but they're not like A-listers, basically. So they're not gonna take away from the overall progression of the story. They're gonna add to it, if anything. And these are the types of shows that create stars. Like look at you look at a series like Entourage, for example. No one knew who those four main characters were, let's be honest, none of the mainstream people knew until that series came out. And when it came out and and progressed and progressed and progressed, it basically made stars out of those characters and those actors. So that is what I like about Power, the the fact that they're making stars out of these people. You look at someone like Natori Naughton, for example. She was one-third of a group called 3LW way back in the late 90s, early 2000s. But when she gave up music... Actually became a new call, and apart from uh, her role as uh, Little Kim in Notorious, no one really knew about her as an actress. Basically, so this role that she's playing on Empire on Power, I keep saying Empire. Sorry, um, this new role that she has on Power is basically giving her profile much more strength. You have uh, an artist on the show by the name of Rotimi who plays a character on Power, and little did we know, not only is he an actor, but he's also A singer and songwriter. So that's only going to build his profile because of the strong role that he plays. The only major name that has set foot on power is 50 Cent because it's his show. He provides a lot of the music for it, he produces it, he got the writers and everything and what have you. He plays. A pretty big role on the series, uh, but the good thing about Fifty is that he's not in every episode. He'll sneak in; he'll sneak himself into some episodes here and there. But he will not be there for the duration, the entire duration of a season, which is what I like about him. Because if he did that, then people would start thinking, "Oh, this is Fifty Show. This is Fifty Show." Technically, yes, it is Fifty Show, but realistically speaking, he's not the lead actor of the show, so he's not really the face of the show per se. If we're talking from an on-screen perspective. But we do know that he's Mr. Behind the Scenes when it comes to the show. So, again, that's something. That's another thing that people need to take note of. This is not his show as far as him being the main face of it. So, going back to uh, my comparisons, I feel like the comparison between Power and Empire should never have been made in the first place. I don't know if it was 50 who said it first, or if it was him being his usual antagonized himself. It could have been, but nonetheless... Those are two completely different shows, man. This is like this is like Jay-Z and Nas, two completely different artists. And I don't think that for a second that these shows should be compared to one another. And if we are going to make the comparison, you know, then I feel as though the writers from Empire could learn a thing or two from power basically how they stretch out a storyline and how they let it progress over time they just give people little tidbits here and there they drop little nuggets here and there so that when they finally get to the end of the series it's like oh and then their minds explode and that's what leads them to them wanting more when empire ended last season it didn't necessarily leave me wanting more because there wasn't really i mean there's a few things here and there that kind of maybe you want to say oh i i'm curious what happens next season but Occupationally, wait. Now, when it comes to power, I've already watched both seasons of power twice already. So that just goes to show you how much, you know, how strong of a show that power really is and how strong the writing behind it is, the character development, the plot development and everything in between. Um, I just hope that this show becomes much more of a mainstream fixture hopefully it grows over time kind of like how Breaking Bad grew over time first three seasons people really weren't really watch it they had more of like a niche or cult following but then by their fourth fifth season I'm not sure how many seasons in total they have they just blew up into the mainstream and I hope that happens for for power now it may happen it may not happen it just may be one of those you know, cool underground TV shows like The Wire that never really got their mainstream attention that it solely deserved. It could be in that category, but only time will tell. And the fact that Stars, the network that basically airs power, has given it 50 Cent uh, an added two or three more years to create more content for that network shows you something. So only time will tell. We'll see what happens in the future with that. Um We are still waiting on my man Archips to come through right now, but before he comes through on the air, um, I think it's time to get old school real quick uh, as we wait for him. So with that being said, uh, I think it's time for the Throwback Thursday track of the day. So with that being said, let's hit that throwback drop just like this. Yeah, yeah, and this old-school record of the day comes from a group by the name of Camp Lowe, who dropped their debut album in 1997 called Uptown Saturday Nights. And this track right here is a cult classic amongst fans, which is called Lucchini, a.k.a. This is it, what? So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Yeah. What's going on, people? It's your boy Femi in and me.
1: Uh, it's your man Bo Pinto at Bo Pinto.
0: J Hood from the Toronto Argos.
1: You are now tuned in. Cool, cool. Radio 91.9 FM. This an amazing interview. I had an amazing experience. I had an amazing time. The best radio.
0: Stay tuned for the hottest news, hip-hop, entertainment, and everything. Every
1: Thursday at 8 p.m. Big shout-out to DM Cool. Good vibes. Love it, man. I love
0: it. All us, CFRA Radio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of CFRE Radio 91.9 FM and on the World Wide Web at CFRERadio.com. It is your man, DM Cool, and welcome back to Cool Radio. All right, people, the moment you've all been waiting for. We got my man... Uh, in studio right now You know it took a minute But we finally got him here And it looks like we're, go- we're about to go into the overtime edition of Cool Radio So we'll try and squeeze in as much time as we can With our with our guest because he's a very busy man indeed yes. Ladies and gentlemen We are talking about my man Ramon A.K.A. R. Trips Yes, yes, what's how you going doing? on Toronto, what's going on? Yes sir, yes sir, man Ramon, do me a real quick favor you want to get just a little bit closer to the mic So okay. all the people can hear you There we you go, man we good, right now? we good, we good How you doing, man? I'm good, how are you doing, baby? We good. good, we good, good man Man. Where are you coming from, man? East End?
2: Yeah, I'm coming from Scarborough. right man. Oh, man,
0: from yeah. time G. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a sub, man. That's a sub, man. So, yo, like, for the people who aren't familiar with with your brand and what have you, man, who is Art Trips?
2: Um, Art Trips, you know, is, uh, you know, uh, an artist, recording artist, actor, host, mm-hmm. you know, also Ramon. You know, Ramon is when I kind of hit
0: the songs, the R&B,
2: and whatever, mm-hmm. kind of get crazy with it like
1: that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And yeah, I was noticing with the with the uh, with the the vocals, man. Like you got some R and B tunes in you, man. Yeah, so yeah, like, I got a couple of those. Like yeah, I I see that. Trust me, we played yeah. one of your joints before you got here. Anyway, man, it was uh, on a roll honorable J D. Era. I was a little shocked to say the least, man. You, really, you got you, really. you got some pipes on you, bro. Yeah, you, um. Man. So uh, what I want to know is because of your um, R and B and rap acumen, like do right. people often throw the Drake comparisons at you a lot? Um. Yeah,
2: of course, because Drake is the one that's doing it. You know, to the highest level, in my opinion, right now. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It's like, you know, I feel like regardless of what Drake is doing or what he's done, Mm -hmm. I'm still who I am and I still bring what I have to bring to the table. I,
0: I feel like it's even a Toronto thing. I wouldn't even say it's like a Drake thing. I
2: feel like there's a lot of us
0: yeah yeah for sure man yeah. and, uh, and, I to- and I totally get that too because uh, there's so many artists in Toronto who are so inclined in like different, like, uh, different types of styles of music so yeah. you have your rappers you have your singers you have the people who do both yeah. you also have the people who play instruments and kind of do all in one basically exactly. so I feel like it's always important to be that, that jack of all trades so yeah, to speak exactly, exactly. Um, speaking of which um, I'm noticing like a lot of artists you know not even just in the city but just like in the hip hop industry in general they have like more than one trait yeah. um, so uh, is it uh, do you feel like it's a necessity uh, to have that as an artist coming up nowadays, um, I feel like it's good
2: just to have character. Yes, just because you know, a lot of people you know like to sound like the other artists that's doing something big, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like when a lot of artists do that, they forget what re- what's really important, and that's having your own character, so people have something to look forward to when they want to hear you, mm-hmm. right? So me personally, I like to have my own, you know, specific. Uh, you know Sounds and what I do So people know As soon as you hear the song It's like That's a Ramon beat mm-hmm. That's Ramon track That's you know His lyrics Or anything like that You know what I mean
0: Absolutely yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that Actually Because it kind of leads Into my next question Right uh, You have this brand This imprint called I'm Nice I'm Nice yes. um, What is that all about What does that all encompass
2: um, You know I'm actually wearing it right now Oh okay, know you know, right okay Like a Superman down. You know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Yeah 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 So um, yeah That's basically a little brand I started when I was like 17 years old mm-hmm. I came out with a song Called I'm Nice mm-hmm kind of blew up on the internet in my neighborhood and mm-hmm. I kind of ran with it you know I opened a store the other day in Scarborough Midland Shepherd mm-hmm. bomb bomb there you, <laughs> go, there you go there you go gotta add in the plug the why not yeah so <laughs> you know so ladies you know if you want to get your tan on you want to get your hair and nails done you know holler at me I'm nice everything on Instagram you know yes and you know it's popping yeah there That's you go so much
0: it. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and um now I'm glad you're blasting it out because one thing I also noticed, you know, like on uh, on your Instagram uh, profile is that you also you're you um your store owner actually. You yeah, own yeah. uh is it Fades Everything is what it's called? I'm Nice Everything. I'm Nice Everything. Fresh Fades, is my Fresh homie. Face, that's what
2: I was Fresh referring Fresh Fades to. is my homie that opened a barber shop. Yes. Who inspired me to open up my my uh shop or whatever. But yeah, this is called Everything Nice and it's kind of a spinoff of my, mm-hmm. my brand right now. And, you know, we're just running with it, like I said, tanning and nails and hair, and I'm selling a couple of my shirts, too. Mm-hmm. I have the hottest mixtapes, kind of doing like how Rock the House does it, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. how we're moving forward.
0: Absolutely, man. And so, uh, how important is it to be, like, an entrepreneur in hip-hop these days?
2: I think it's the, it's the thing to do, it's, it's who you gotta be, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know, there's so many people that are making money and living good off of this music thing, mm-hmm. so why not be the boss and, you know, but it's all about your circle. You can't be around people that aren't doing anything. I have to cut off a lot of negative people because mm-hmm. I don't need that around me, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just something, what it is, pretty much how it goes. You know? Absolutely,
0: man. Um, So apart from the music, you know, apart from being, like, your own entrepreneur in a sense, you're also an actor as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when did you uh, decide that you wanted to get into the whole uh, thespian side of things, so to speak?
1: Um,
2: I kind of just, you know, figured out figured that people when people see you Mm -hmm. you kind of attach the music to your face so i just figured the more i get out there on tv the more Mm -hmm. people would accept my music and you know get to know who i am so Mm -hmm. when you see me in a couple tv shows or videos and stuff like that people are like oh that's ramon let me go check him out yeah so i just figure it's hand in hand
0: you know what i mean absolutely you're just adding more power to the brand basically exactly Exactly. And, and and
2: it works people all the time like they stop me especially as of late i could be in the shopping mall i could be at Foot Locker. I could be at the liquor store People are stopping me And being like Yo I see you here I see me there yeah. You know like it's cool I like it You know yeah. I'm not complaining Of course man yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. What
0: would you say Were your your favorite rules That you've played so far Roles? Yeah Um,
2: My favorite roles I like playing You know I like playing the jail scenes Just mm-hmm. because I get to You know hang out With the people And yeah. you know None of us are Doing anything criminal But you get to chill With the homies And you know You get to Just be yourself In those kind of scenes uh, Yeah you know, I have a couple. Uh, I like the reality roles more, just because I could be myself and I don't really mm-hmm. have to act like somebody I'm not. But yeah, if if I were to do shows, it's it's more the reality look I'm going for, just because mm-hmm. I get to be who I am. But exactly, I don't I don't mind doing anything really, and I'm open to doing other roles. I just haven't i'm more focused on the music as of right now but yeah yeah exactly for sure man yeah.
0: and would you say like uh, as like a, as an actor uh like in those reality rules in particular right. you get to be somewhat of like an extension of yourself like you like times 10 basically
2: yeah exactly i'm in mean, front of the camera you can be whatever you want to be on the camera exactly right? so, yeah so you know it's definitely uh you know an experience and i, and I live it day by day and i'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. and that's what it is you know what i'm saying my boy my boy leo davis right here actually did a couple Roles with me back in the day, you know what I'm saying? My boy, 20. I just want to introduce him to the people. Leo Davis. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Get on the mic real quick, man. Get. Don't be shy, man. <laughs> never that, never that, never that, never that. <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, uh, Ramon was actually the one that got me mm-hmm. in the the whole acting thing too. Like mm-hmm. We used to work together. He told me what he used to do at the site after work. And I'm like, yo, get me on that. Get me on that. Yeah, yeah. So I've been doing that too. The last role I did was in that um. Uh, that Will Smith movie. What was it called? But Fo- was it Focus? No, no, no. He just shot it in the summertime down here. In the summertime. Um, it was that superhero
0: movie? Oh, was it? Um, no, 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 Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah, there squad. you go. There you go. Yeah. So that
1: was actually my last um, uh, footage that I did. Okay. And um, that whole acting thing. So yeah, yeah. But shout out to Ramon though. But like he he he's been holding me down from day one. He got me on that we actually have some tracks together too okay i i got i got it uh but i wasn't able to
0: to put on my driving time though but we'll play on 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 the next episode most definitely yeah so
1: yeah man so we just out here doing the same thing artist wise acting wise just trying to get here man absolutely man we, we young trying to trying to get it instagram it's leo davis is l-e-o-h mm-hmm. underscore d-a-v-i-s mm-hmm. same thing as twitter mm-hmm. you can follow me keep up with my sound like i said me and mo has some heat on the way too mm-hmm. so i believe you know that I'm, say? <laughs> I'm just here to support the big homie so like i said at the end of the day we're all out here doing the thing man mm-hmm. toronto one love most definitely most definitely that's why yes that's what i like to
0: see man the support i love it man um, so one question for you, actually. Yeah, like yeah. Because you're wrapped up in so many different things, like rapping, singing, yeah. being an entrepreneur, um, being an actor as well, who would you say personally is your favorite you know, triple threat when it comes to like entertainment? So you have people like your Jamie Foxx, you have your Drake, yeah. you have your Childish Gambino. Who would you say is like someone that you kind of look to and be like, yeah, I like the way he's doing it or I like the way she's doing it?
2: Um, you know, there's a few people because I feel like the, the the way that the industry is right now is just so crazy because everybody kind of has something they bring to the table. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, everybody has, you know, whether they can sing really well or they mm-hmm. act really well or they, mm-hmm. they have a, a very big background. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's so many people doing so many things that for me to limit one person mm-hmm. kind of takes away from everybody that's doing something collectively, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like... Um, i just feel like toronto i can't even pick a certain individual there's just so many people yeah in toronto that is just putting out bodies of work consistently and it's just like i just i'm just honored to be a part of it more so yeah. to separate myself and be like this person's doing them more than this person you know Absolutely. i think everybody is collectively putting in their own work and i feel like everybody's contributing to the scene and, and the culture is growing to the point where we can talk about the culture and, and I remember when we used to be like wait till Toronto's on wait yeah. till you know until until Toronto is being looked at and right now is that that's when it's happening right mm-hmm. now
0: it's the beginning it, of it it's happening right now right. like
2: Cardi people don't give Cardi enough credit
0: they really don't you know, know. like know. he just came up with a new joint right now as well <laughs> yeah so. Well, yeah, well, it's definitely, but I, yeah, I definitely hear what you're saying, man. But yeah, they
2: don't give him enough credit. But like, people like Cardi and that and, and Maestro. You know, Maestro. Maestro the other day had my mixtape in his hand. I'm like, you know, and you know what? I had a show. JD Error brought me out. Uh, shout out to JD Era. Yeah, he brought me out uh, at uh, T Fest at Dundas Square. Yes, and I seen a producer there, and he's like, "Yeah, Maestro told me about you." So I was like, "What?" I so told you about me. Like, yeah, a show. You know, it what just I mean? messes so, up your mind. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? Like, and that's when you realize that the work you're putting in is actually it's getting, paying you know, off. No, it's yeah. paying off, and sometimes it's overlooked because we're in Toronto and people will know who you are and will, you know won't give you that credit because it, it's just the city crabs in the bucket. Trust me. But <laughs> you know, then you have the person on the street that doesn't give a fuck about that shit that will yeah. let. You, sorry, it's my language. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. that will, will that will just tell you, yo, you're dope. I like your music. Keep doing what you're doing, and that's mm-hmm. when it's like, okay, I'm here for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So i'm honored to be in this industry at this time I'm, I'm i'm honored to be received i'm honored to make dope music with, with cats like Neil davis yeah you know and i'm saying in fact him and his crew daniel worthy most high they did they did a star 67 record with drake mm-hmm. so they're in that whole energy as well so just little stuff happening like that that can come back to the community and expand is great mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i'm just happy to be part of it it's
0: most definitely you know, man more. i I can hear that 100 yeah, percent, man yeah for sure Oh. Um, we're gonna play a little game right now. Actually, okay, we going like to play sure. games around Cool Radio, man. Uh, okay, so uh, cool, cool, cool. this first game that we got is called Cool or Uncool. Okay. So we about to play this drop right now, just like this. All right, There we go. This track in the background is from uh, a group called Digable Planets, back in the mid '90s, and this track right here is called Cool Like That. Mm-hmm. So of course we have to put this in the background just to add, it. you know, you already Leo, you already know, bro. <laughs> So basically, this is how the game works, man. Um, so I'm gonna give you a whole bunch of like random scenarios, and you're gonna let me know if it's cool or if it's uncool. Okay. Can you dig it? All right, that's cool. All right. So first one, and you might actually you might like this one actually because we were just talking about it. Um, reality TV, cool or uncool? To an extent, cool. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how you said to an extent. Can you elaborate on that? I say to an extent because it's when, when it's
2: reality, then it's cool. But when, when they're telling you how to make scenarios happen happen and whatnot. I'm not saying that that's what I've been told, but yeah, you know, reality TV can kinda, you know, it, it's kind of manipulated in a yeah. sense. Yeah. So I mean for the most part when you can be yourself, I think it's cool. I don't think it takes away from
0: anything at all. Okay, what's your thoughts on uh love hip hop?
2: Loving hip hop? Um because the notion <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna be
0: honest with you. Man. I'm the type
2: of dude I would be if they had a love hip hop Toronto, yeah I'll be all over that. <laughs> oh
0: <That's> that. man. <laughs> <All> <laughs> that.
2: I'll be all over that. Why not? Why not? But Um, you know what? That's because we would make it something else. We wouldn't make it what Atlanta, Love and Hip Hop, New York is. We would make it our own thing. But the 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 the, uh the the, the image that's given from Love and Hip Hop is that you're washed up when you're on the show and Uh you're something you know what I mean? So that's that's the only reason why I wouldn't, but I just feel like Toronto would make we make
0: it cool, all right. Yeah, there yeah, you go. There you go. Yeah, there go. All right, fair enough. We'll keep it moving, man. Um, music streaming cool or uncool?
1: Uh, Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. this is good. This is good. When you say music streaming, what do you mean, like album or like mixtape? So, we're or? talking, I'm talking albums in particular, like
0: mixtapes you can get for free, no, anyhow, anyway. But like album specifically, honest? I don't think it's cool,
1: okay. I don't. The reason why I don't think it's cool is me being an artist. Like, yeah. I know the time it takes me to put into like a big trap. I don't just get in the studio or get in the booth and just like talk air gibberish. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm gonna say, hey. like it takes like, hours like, to master exactly, one record exactly. alone. Yeah. It, it takes time to master crap. So if we have a million people streaming your music mm-hmm. and you probably put in like two, three years mm-hmm. making that whole project, I don't really find it cool, you know what I'm saying? Because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's like, yo, we all got bills to pay, you know yeah. what I mean? Some, some, some people in the, the industry just to pay their way through life, mm-hmm. and some people actually love the art of music. Like, I love the, the art of music, so I've been giving out a few music forever. I'm not saying I'm gonna stop, but when it comes to like album and stuff like that, I don't really think it's cool to really stream it. That's something if you really genuinely like that artist, you should put in the time $9 or whatever it is to buy that that person's album because that's you showing your respect but you know, that that's that's my opinion on top of that all right fair enough I got, yeah I got,
0: a, I got a different view as much as
1: i yeah yeah go ahead go ahead i feel
0: like me personally
2: i'm gonna make the music regardless as, a, as it stands right now i purely make like I mean, I get money off features or shows or whatever, but I, I, I'm not, I won't say that I'm at a particular point where I'm living off of music at this particular point, Yeah. but as it stands, I've given away music for free, like, a lot, and I feel like no matter what and no matter what success I reach, there's always going to be people that were going to be trying to down on free. because honestly, they don't want to die, they don't want to buy it, not because they don't support me, they just don't feel like buying it, yeah. and that's cool with me, I'm going to still make the music and people are still going to buy it that support me, so I'm not worried about it. The- that will buy it because at the end of the day, promoted me and promoting me to get a couple people to buy it. Not saying that I support streaming it, but yeah, I don't necessarily see it as a bad yeah. thing. You know what
0: I mean? It's a very interesting take, actually, from both of you guys. Yeah. Uh, I've never really heard that the the, the uh, dichotomy between the answers before, so yeah. it's very interesting. Uh, my personal take on on the streaming music, whatever, it's like. As long as it's not, it's not being like it's like a like a pirated torrent or whatever. Then, of course, but like if it's like like an actual actual platform like an Apple Music, like a title or uh, like a Spotify, for example, then I'm down for it. Because the way I've read because I've read into it, because I'm interested in these types of things and how it all works. Basically, when you're when your song gets streamed, it's almost like a radio click for you, basically, okay. and you're gonna get paid. However many times, yeah, your world sees yeah, however many works. times yeah, yeah, yeah. that it gets streamed or what have you. So I would say if you are like a very popular artist, you're getting streamed like on a regular basis, then your 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 piggy bank is gonna is gonna fill up. And even if you're not like a well known artist, at the very least, by someone streaming an artist, you know, it's like, hmm, I want to hear more for this person. Do they have an album out? Right. If they do have an album out, and that person is dedicated to buying music, then that could be the gateway to buying that person's oh, album yeah. as well. Hey,
2: which is- people are always gonna buy music I feel yeah. people that like buying music will always buy music yeah I mean, as long as you put something out there for them to buy
0: mm-hmm
2: like they'll buy it you shouldn't really be worried about the person that wants to download because it's truthfully they just want to download hmm you know I, I use I have my era where I just wanted to download I could care less you know but then you have the rock the houses that have their stores with outlets for mixtapes for people to buy mixtapes hmm you can be an artist in Canada or Toronto and put your mixtape there and, and people will buy it absolutely you know I just feel like it's just the, the type of person or the music you're putting out. Like a person, like Young Thug, quote unquote, mm-hmm. won't necessarily care if you could bang out seven albums in 15 minutes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it doesn't matter. But someone that, you know, is more focused on the craft, you know, would probably, you know, be more uh, responsive to somebody doing something like that. Because they know they, they may care about it. hmm so, It's just one of those things that you have to, you know, you know, just know the artists and know, you know, what they they stand for and what they're trying to
0: do. Absolutely. We got one more game to play. This one, this one's a mainstay right here, man. This one's called I Quit the Game. Every (laughs) second, every
1: minute, man, I swear that she can get it.
0: All right. So, like, you know, hypothetically speaking, you know, this alternate universe we're talking about. You're living the bachelor life, wheeling, dealing, kiss, stealing, jet, fly, limousine, riding, all that good stuff. But there comes a point in time in every man and woman's life where they've got to quit the game. So they've got to settle down, have the kids white picket fence, tire swing, all that good stuff. If you had to quit the game for one of these two women, who would you quit it for? And I'm going to call this one the 90s edition, all right? Even though these women are still looking hot, you know, okay, okay, okay. 20 years to this day. Would you quit the game for Nia Long or Vivica A. Fox?
2: Vivica Fox, that's kinda like family. That's my, my that's my homie's girl, you know. Not oh. as girl, but that's you know they're cool and that whole fifty thing is going on and yeah. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you know? cool. I ain't got nothing to do, it I know I ain't ain't not do with that. I ain't you're gonna touch that. shout out <laughs> to Vivica Fox, shout out <laughs> to Vivica Fox, you know. Uh-huh. Um, Vivica Um Fox though, because you know, my big bro is kinda close to her I would look at her like family. So yeah. Family, I don't look at her in a sexual way. Plus 50 did whatever he did with that. Yeah. So <laughs> You know. We did got to say that. He did whatever he did with that. So uh-huh. you know, that's kind of over there, but yeah. Neilong long is fine. Neilong long can get it any day, baby. Neil long you already know, baby.
0: Okay. So,
2: okay. Long.
1: <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. No
2: Hesi. no Hesi. No hazy. No Leo, how you feelin'? How you feelin'?
1: <laughs> to be honest, uh oh, Both. <laughs> <laughs> No, to be honest, because yo you you only have one life to live. One life. So to so live. how I see it is if I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out with a bang. You gotta go out with a so bang, So If eh? I can get both, I can get both. You to go out But so if I good. had to choose, so I'm gonna be fair. I'm gonna be fair. fair enough. But I have to choose. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with me long. Okay then. For sure. For sure. I think a lot of men would agree with you. Because like even even in like the Fresh Prince series, like come on, man. Like, what? Right? What? That was that, that was <laughs> That was that was Nia in her prime, so you know, like Will Will had me feeling a little ways. Yeah, of course. Back so then yeah, some, Nia some episodes. So, so yeah, for sure, I'll pick Nia. I'll even off, go on record
0: sure. and say that even though Tyra Banks was on that series for a short, for a short bit, I would still choose Nia over over yeah, over Nia, Tyra. Nia had the
2: swag in the show, but Tyra was bad though. Tyra she was. was bad. She, she, she was. Had two episodes. Tyra was bad. She was. Nia had that.
0: But she had that home that home homey feeling, like around yeah, the way type yeah, of feeling. Yeah, Not yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. hot, therefore I can't talk yeah, to you. Yeah, Don't talk Tyra to me. You're thirsty. That. Tyra kinda yeah, had that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. was just home so you could take her home to mom and dad yeah, or whatever. Go yeah, yeah. play video games with the brother and sister yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, she was dope like that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what made her that much more attractive in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. already looked good. But yeah. she already had the intangibles working for her and like yeah, that's, that's yeah, a steal sure, right there. Sure, that's, your, sure. that's your first overall draft pick. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, know what I mean? Definitely, definitely, definitely. But anyways. I could, agree, I could
0: agree, Absolutely. And real quick before we get to our final segment, uh, what is your thoughts on the nickname of the city being The Six? What's your thought on that? Uh, I'm, I'm thankful that you asked this question.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, the other day, I seen Tory Lanez. Shout out to Tory Lanez though because yes. I'm very proud of this dude right here. Yes. A lot of people don't know this. When Tory Lanez was coming up, and, you know, a couple of people do remember this. People, my, my Mississauga people, my Brampton people, you know what I'm saying? When he was coming up, me and me and this this kid, Russell, or the or Pride, you know, had a little mm-hmm. situation going on back in the day. We were, like, what, 17, 18? He was, like, 15, 16, both of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, while the, the, the situation was going on with me and Russell... Um, you know, Tory Lanez, this kid popped out of nowhere, honestly. Like, I never heard of him before in this time period, you know. He just popped out of nowhere. You know, he's like, yo, let me battle you for a thousand bucks, you know. And I was just like, man, you were nobody, da 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 Because I didn't know this dude. And at the time, I felt like I was on the top of the game in the west end of the city, you know what I mean? So, you know, long story short, we, you know, he came, he got signed to Sean Kingston or whatever, whatever. And he, he did what he's, what he's doing now, you know what I'm saying? And I heard him talking in the interview. And I'm proud of him because we squashed whatever. We have the record. I know. You know what I'm saying? It's killing it in the States, North Carolina, Alabama. You know what I mean? And, and he's a really he's, – he's come a long way. I'm very, I'm very happy for him. I wish Redway could see this. You know what I'm saying? All right, if you Redway, for R. sure. R. Redway. You know what I'm saying? I wish he could see this because he understands, you know, where we're coming from. What, what, when you, Redway, we started here. Like, when I was, like, 18, we had the, the best on the twenty Cypher in this very room. Never you know what, what I'm saying? So, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But long story short, I heard him talk about the 6, right? And he said, I think it's corny calling Toronto the 6 but he didn't give his reason why he thinks it's corny. And, and it's like, I wish he could, but I feel like he's in a position right now where he can't even speak on it because he he has a lot of good things going for him. But me, I'm a real nigga. I'm a real, you know what I'm saying? It's so fine, I'm it's like, fine, it's fine. Hey, hey allow it, allow I mean, it, listen, I'll <laughs> tell you what it is, you know what I'm saying? I'm a godly man, you feel what I'm saying? I put Jesus in my heart, you know what I'm saying? That's just me. And if I get blackballed from any type of clicks or... Or 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 groups or or you know any type of settings because of how I feel and I'm I'm just a real person. Then so be it. The music will speak for me. It has been speaking for me. You know what I'm saying? And the six. The, if you want to say okay, we're calling it the six because of the four one six area code, then that's cool. I'll call Toronto the six with that. Because that's the phrase, that you know what I'm saying? That, yeah, with that connotation, I will, I will call it gladly the six because that's why you're saying you're calling it the six. Yeah. But when you start saying it's, in, when you start, when you start taking it spiritually, mm-hmm. and you start saying, oh, like you start, people start saying, oh, it's, it's like, it, it derives from like Luciferian and yeah. like the devil White stuff like that. And that stuff yeah. like that. I don't rock with that. Yeah. So if that's where it comes from, then I'm boycotting that. Yeah. But no one's come out saying that's why they're doing it. And you can, you can come up with all these conspiracy theories and say this is what it really means, whatever, whatever. But yo, if the man that made it up on wax is telling you it's because it's 416, then just rock with it. Why do you have to hate on everything that comes out of Toronto? If the man is saying it's because it's 416, Mm -hmm. take it as it is and rock with it. Mm -hmm. The six. If it means this and that, the man will say that and then that's when you boycott him for his beliefs. Yeah. Until then, rock with what is uplifting the city because God knows when he comes down for OVO Fest, everybody's going there and chanting the six. There you go. So nobody's complaining about it then. So why are you complaining about it? When it when, like you know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: There That's you just, go.
2: So if you have to ask me what I feel about it, I rock with it. I support it. Do, am I am I a devil worshiper? No. Do, am I on the triple six like bandwagon? No. But if you're if if it represents the city four one six, I'm for it. I rock with it.
0: All right. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the segment that you guys have been waiting for the yeah. entire program. <clears throat> Who has entered the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame today? Who has been crowned the captain of Coonery this week? Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the coveted Wankster of the Week. So let's get to that real quick.
1: If you wankster, you need to stop
0: this week's Wankster of the Week goes to uh, American presidential candidate and leader of the Conservative Party so far in the polls, Ben Carson. Now, Ben Carson is getting the wankster of the week because he felt that he had to appeal to the black demographic in America as far as votes are concerned by making his campaign into a rap song. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I kid you not. He decided to go to the corny route and thought to himself, the best way to appeal to black voters is to do it by rap. And ladies and gentlemen, fortunately, or I guess I should say, unfortunately, um, I do have uh, audio footage of this. so, with that being said, I'm gonna let you guys be the judge of uh, what's happening within this uh, campaign clip. So, uh, let's take a listen to this real quick, shall we? Heal.
1: Vote. Vote. Inspire. Vote. Vote. Revive. Vote. Ben Carson, 2016. Vote and support Ben Carson for our next president and be awesome. America became a great nation early on, not because it was flooded
0: with politicians. But because it was flooded, people who understood the value of personal responsibility, hard work, creativity, innovation. And that's what will get us on the right track now. And I'm very hopeful that I'm not the only one who's willing to pick up the baton of freedom. Because freedom is not free and we must fight for it every day. Every one of us must fight for it. Be- and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like put you through that anymore, man. There's about like 11 seconds of that left. I'm not even gonna play the rest of that. That stuff was garbage. It was struggle bars to, to a whole nother level. But um, nonetheless, um, here's what I gotta say about this. It's not the fact that the song was bad, it's just the audacity, the unmitigated gall, the lack of intellect that went into this. The fact that a black candidate for the president of the United States of America, felt as though he had to appeal to all those black voters by using rap. I mean, it's not even to say that, you know, it's only young people, young blacks that, that listen to rap or anything, uh, but it's just the fact that he feels as He's though... He's like Ben Carson, no, I, I, no, no. I know, right? <laughs> That's too much. It's just the fact that he feels as though... All black people in America are homogenous in the sense that they all listen to hip-hop because of the fact that it's a black art form and that they're all black. I don't believe that. No, that's stupid. At the end of the day, you can be a black person and listen to rock and roll. You can listen to heavy metal. You can listen to whatever you want. So the fact that he, as a black man, stereotyped himself and his own people in the same gull, used hip-hop to appeal to his voters is stupid. I would even go so far as to say that he didn't even need to use hip-hop to appeal to the young black voters. He didn't even need to do that because not all young black people listen to hip-hop in that same vein as well. So this is just him being out of touch with his own community. This is him being ignorant towards his own community. And this just goes to show that the Conservatives Party doesn't care about the, the needs of anyone in their community unless if you're within a certain tax bracket. Because if they were aware of that, then they would be more aware of what the people are looking for. So you shouldn't just sugarcoat everything and rapper or anything pop culture related and just think that your people are going to vote for you based on the fact that you use hip-hop in your background. Maybe you should put fried chicken on the flag and see if that'll get you some more voters. <laughs> but on that note, do you deserve that wankster? Of course you do. So I'm going to drop that wankster on you one more time, just like this.
1: Say you wankster, and you need to stop fighting
0: your opinion real quick
2: um let's get into it man i think personally Mm -hmm. i think the people around ben carson are like hey man Mm -hmm. you should drop a rap song right that's what i think because Mm -hmm. not you can't be a person and you know with such elite status you know running for what you're running for and feel like, hey, I'm, I'm going to actually do a rap song and go through with this, mm-hmm. and expect people to take me seriously. You know, like you said, pe- like African American culture listens. You can listen to a rock song or country. I know people that listen to so many other Everything. genres other than hip hop. Yeah. So for you to just box, you know, a culture in one little area, mm-hmm. I have to believe that somebody told you to do that. Oh yeah. Either somebody told you to do that, you're paid to do that you know, you're paid to make our culture regress or, or, or present our culture like it's something that's not. It has to be something like that. Nobody I can't and if you want to get into politics, you know, one one of these days that like, we could really get into it and really Oh yeah. We talk, definitely could. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but to keep it short and sweet, I just feel like, you know he was told to do that because you can't seri- you can't be taken serious doing something like that. Like it, it's it's if, if i seen donald trump do that i would be like okay that's funny yeah because he he's not you, you can't really expect him to be serious exactly. if he were to do that right but the fact that you know he's expecting us to take this serious i think it's a little bit disrespectful
0: and it's patronizing to yeah, say the least i'm
2: not gonna really pay attention to it because he, he's he's trolling that's what
0: he's doing most definitely yeah he's trolling all right and on that note we got to do wrap things up so right. before we do go man uh where can people find you on social media
2: um, Instagram. I'm nice. Everything. Not I am. I'm so I. The letter M. Mm-hmm. Nice. Everything on Instagram. Search me on YouTube. R dash trips. T R I P Z. Uh, Facebook. Ramon Stewart. That's with the E. R A M O N E. And yeah, just Google me, Ramon, or R trips. You know what I'm saying? World star. Search Ramon. Mm-hmm. And yeah, look for look. IMDb. Search. You know. There you catch you go. TV. Couple movies and you know, already. The, know. the credentials are up there, yeah, man. Look <laughs> at me. Look at me. You'll find me for sure. But you know. I hit everybody back. You know, you know anything you want, I hit you back. I'm not one of these artists that act like I'm too big for people. Yeah, I'm no bigger than any one of you. You know, you, it's all good. Let's make music. Let's make money. It's That's cool. what's up, man. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, trust man. Thank you for coming to the studio, man. Oh, no, you're man. you're welcome me. to come through anytime, thank man. Just much. hit me up. That's dope. That's dope. Absolutely, much. much appreciated, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool and radio, uh, man. yeah, absolutely. All the people y'all can hit me up uh, on Twitter at dm underscore cool or cool underscore radio. Make sure you uh, follow the show on SoundCloud again. Cool underscore radio, YouTube, cool underscore radio, and Facebook. Cool radio uh ladies and gentlemen thank you again for tuning in and as always cool radio is a division of cool click media and Entertainment. It's reminding you each and every day that we are out here creating our own legacies make sure you uh, stay tuned for next week we do have another hot show lined up for you but until then keep it gravy and wavy we are out of here peace i am mean, nice woo!